Welcome to this podcast from the Rheumatology and Arthritis Learning Network. I'm your moderator, Rebecca Michaud. With us today is Dr. Neil Birnbaum, Chief of the Division of Rheumatology at California Pacific Medical Center in San Francisco and Clinical Professor of Medicine at the University of California at San Francisco. He's going to address the worsening of psoriatic arthritis and how to optimize treatment for these patients. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Birnbaum. What causes psoriatic arthritis to progress to more severe disease in certain patients? Are there environmental lifestyle factors that can worsen disease? There's actually not a lot known about this particular question. Let me take the second part of it first. There's there's very little in the way of environment involved in any of the forms of inflammatory arthritis. The only known environmental factor in rheumatoid arthritis happens to be smoking. Uh, Not sure if that's also a factor in psoriatic arthritis. All patients asked about diet, activity, um, supplements, whatever, and there is really no scientific evidence that says any of those play a significant factor. I think the other questions always get down to why does a particular person have psoriasis? Why did they get arthritis? What, and uh, is there anything they could have done about this? In general, the answer really is bad luck. We know that psoriasis occurs in a fairly significant number of the population, probably a percent or two, and that of those patients, maybe 20, 25% will develop a form of arthritis related to their psoriasis. Is there any relationship between the relative severities of psoriasis before a patient develops psoriatic arthritis and the severity of the psoriatic arthritis itself if it does develop? So I think it's also unpredictable. There would be the assumption, perhaps, that patients with the most severe skin involvement with psoriasis would have the most severe arthritis. And that's true to a slight degree. However, there are plenty of patients who have very significant arthritis and minimal psoriasis and vice versa. When a patient progresses from psoriasis to psoriatic arthritis or when psoriatic arthritis gets worse, what first steps would you advise rheumatologists to take in helping to mitigate the effects of the disease on the patient? question of assessing the patient and deciding uh, whether the current therapy is adequate or whether they need to make a, a change to a more aggressive therapy program. When a change in medication for a patient with psoriatic arthritis is indicated, how do you proceed? Well, I think first we want to assess the severity. And in psoriatic arthritis, there's ways to look at this, and there are a number of very formalized ways, which are generally used only in clinical trials and not nearly as much in day-to-day practice, Uh, certainly looking at the severity of the skin involvement, and that can be done in conjunction with our dermatology colleagues. And then looking at the joints, the number of joints, the amount of inflammation that we see, uh, are there um, changes on x-ray, are there laboratory abnormalities? Now, there are no serologic changes in psoriatic arthritis, there's no blood test that says, oh, you have this. 
but the sedimentation rate and the uh, CRP, C-reactive protein, are sometimes evidence of very active disease. Uh, we're also looking at patient function. Uh, how are they doing with the activities of daily living? How much is this arthritis interfering with the things they both need and want to do, both from occupational activities, home activities, recreational activities? Is psoriatic arthritis diagnosed primarily or exclusively based on clinical symptoms? So the diagnosis of psoriatic arthritis is a clinical diagnosis. There are some characteristic joint patterns. There are four or five different patterns that are recognized that we look for, and we see if those occur in the setting of psoriasis, either current or prior psoriasis, and sometimes where there is a family history of psoriasis, even though the individual doesn't have psoriasis. And there are some patients where we are looking at a pattern of arthritis that seems to fit, even though there's no history of psoriasis, and that's sometimes called uh, psoriatic arthritis sine without S-I-N-E. And, and in that situation, the patient may develop their psoriasis after they've had the arthritis. That's not the usual situation, but it certainly occurs. Usually the psoriasis has been present for some period of time before the development of joint involvement, and not infrequently, they develop rather simultaneously. What are the issues that you take into consideration when you're choosing from among the various agents available for treating psoriatic arthritis? Well, there's a lot of things we consider, and it's gotten, if anything, more complicated because we now have a greater variety of therapies. We have to look at what the patient's currently taking, uh, what have they tried before, what's the severity of their arthritis, what's the severity of their skin involvement, are there various comorbidities that might affect the decision-making process? And the one that we can't escape in today's world are the financial aspects and insurance coverages. All of those things play a role in what treatment is used. And I'm sure our personal experience with particular drugs or classes of drugs plays a role in the decision-making process. What particular drugs or class of drugs have you had the greatest success with in treating your patients with psoriatic arthritis? Well, because they've been on the market for so long, the anti-TNF biologic therapies, uh, I think, have the most experience and the ones that I've had very great success with. Uh, usually using those uh, after methotrexate, uh, if for no other reason that insurance companies won't cover biologic therapies and psoriatic arthritis without trying a uh, methotrexate first in most instances, unless there's a specific contraindication. Curiously, dermatologists seem to have an easier time getting a biologic therapy for patients who only have skin disease uh, without trying methotrexate first than rheumatologists do in patients with, rheumatoid or with psoriatic arthritis. Is patient age a factor at all in the progression of psoriatic arthritis? No, I think that uh, psoriasis occurs across a spectrum of ages from very young to very old. One of the things we have to watch out for is that not every joint pain in a patient with psoriasis is psoriatic arthritis. That patients may have osteoarthritis, and that's going to be more common as the population ages. So differentiating whether arthritis in a particular patient is psoriatic arthritis versus 
degenerative arthritis can be difficult. Well, again, it's clinical. You look somewhat at the distribution of the joints, the pattern of involvement, the look, the feel of the changes, for instance, in the small joints at the end of the fingers, which is a common site for both osteoarthritis and psoriatic arthritis. Osteoarthritis is a bony enlargement. It's, it's hard, uh, and it's usually not inflamed looking, whereas psoriatic arthritis uh, maybe have a, a squishy feeling because there's inflammation of the joint lining. The ends of the uh, fingers may have psoriatic lesions. It's quite common to have psoriasis of the nails on the fingers that have the worst arthritis. Do you have any final thoughts for rheumatologists about the challenges of working with patients who have progressive psoriatic arthritis? I think we're always looking at the overall picture of the patient, uh, what's the control of their skin disease, because the advantage of the newer agents is you have uh, good control of both skin and joints at most occasions. But it's a periodic reevaluation of seeing the patient, talking to the patient, getting an idea of how much they're being bothered, what's their pain level, what's the duration of morning stiffness, what problems that they have with activities of daily living. Um, some rheumatologists are going to do formal joint counts or use any of the various uh, assessment tools that are out there to look at disease activity. Um, serial x-rays, not taken every month, but maybe every year or two, may also provide evidence of disease progression. Because the assessment is difficult and it takes some time in sitting with them and really assessing them carefully as to the effect of the disease on their daily lives. And, and oftentimes, I won't make a change the first visit that someone has some increase in symptoms, unless it's severe, because there are certain ups and downs that occur in the course of therapy. Overall, the management of inflammatory arthritis, including psoriatic arthritis, has improved so dramatically over the last 20 years. And we have many, many options uh, I think today in psoriatic arthritis, there's almost a problem remembering all the different names for, for the drugs because it's been a dramatic change um, in the last two, two decades. Thank you so much for your time today, Dr. Birnbaum. We really appreciate your insights into the subject of progression in psoriatic arthritis.